This program is a paid commercial announcement from Jacob Media Partners and does not reflect the views of WPHT or its management. Today's program is pre-recorded. There are so many choices when it comes to selecting the right financial institution. Start with the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. We're right here in your city. We're also the official credit union of Temple University, and anyone who lives, works, worships, and studies in Philadelphia can open an account with convenient locations throughout our city of brotherly love. Also online at pfcu.com with free online and mobile banking. We're not here for our profit, here for yours. Federally insured by NCUA. We've never experienced a year like 2020. A deadly pandemic, political division, social unrest, natural disasters. Yet, we're still here, and now so are the holidays. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. Happy Holidays from IBEW Local 98. Free speech lives here. Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. WPHT HD. WOGL HD3 Philadelphia. A radio.com station. Now, from the Malamut and Associates Law Studios, it's good news in real estate. If you're a homeowner, if you're selling a home, or perhaps purchasing a home or vacation property, welcome to our home. It's good news in real estate. Presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Your hosts for the next radio hour, the mortgage. Mom, Deanne Kitsaris, along with real estate veteran and owner-operator of the Philadelphia Real Estate Classes, Mark Cumberland. Your real estate education starts right now. It's good news in real estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. All right, good morning. Get ready to laugh and learn here on Good News in Real Estate on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. I'm your Mark Cumberland with my co-host, the mortgage mom. Deanne Katsaris. How are you, Deanne? I have never been better, Mark. After a big Christmas. I know you had a big green Christmas. You had to have one. Not this year. And I'm I'm glad. I'm hoping everybody had a great holiday. And uh, we're looking forward to the new year. Thank God. And we're very excited to hear. Be talking to you every week at 9 o'clock on 1210. If you want to ask us a question about commercial, residential, mortgages, give us a call. My number is 267-266-5501. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609-605-7153. We're here just to keep you informed, help in any way we can. I got some interesting questions from the audience this week. Some guys were in some really difficult situations, and they called us up. So I helped them out. And you can listen to this show and other shows at our webpage, goodnewsandrealestate.com, or at WPHT's website also. So what's coming up today, Deanne? Coming up on today's show, Mark, we have the market report. Yes. We have our business tips with asking business tips with asking Dr. A. And I believe we're continuing with dealing with stress during the COVID. I'm not sure about that. All right. Well but let's anyway, do we dealing with let's do dealing with puppies in the house during COVID. Yeah. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> We also have Mark's funny story. Got one for you. We also have our mortgage mom topic. Which is? What not to do after you've applied for your mortgage. All right. That's Mark, a good, we also, a good one. it is a good one and very much needed. Um, we also have our questions. The homes we're interested in are listed by different realtors. Do I have to contact them or will my realtor show the home? The me. next question is, <laughs> What obligation does the listing agent have once she has an offer on a short sale 
and the seller owner has signed off on it. All right. Next question, I'm 47. I never had a credit card, no credit. My father passed away and left his house. How do I buy his home? Next, hmm. question, next question is, looking to buy a foreclosed auction home as a primary residence. How do I get a loan first so I have the cash? Aren't home loans based on property? It's a good question. And we also have our topic of the day, Mark, which is how to avoid home buyer's remorse. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going there. But first, give us your motivational quote. And the motivational quote is, the, the dream is free. The hustle and the planning is sold separately. Just wow. like a few Christmas gifts I just bought. <laughs> wow, that's Batteries come separately. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, the one thing, though, about that quote is, you have to be able to see it or you can't get there. That's the one thing about the, the dream. Whatever the dream is, if you can't visualize it, you can't get there. So, so where are we at? I like it. I'm very worries. philosophical going into the new year. I'm telling you, I'm getting more philosophical all the time. <laughs> all right, Mark, we are up to the market report. And there is the bell. But before we do the market report, me and you, I sent you an email about our friend Jimmy O'Connor. The police sergeant that was fatally killed this year was a good friend of me and Deanne's. And Tunnel to Towers Foundation, which is a great organization, I actually looked into them and did some research because, you know, some groups are good and some are not. But they took care of the O'Connor's family mortgage for them. So the wife and the kids don't have to worry about paying for that house. I thought that was very was touching and very appropriate. Unbelievable. Because unbelievable. Jimmy was such a good guy. I, I I think I hired Jimmy. Jimmy was a real estate agent, too. And I think I, when he first got his license back in 2003, he worked for me uh, at Weikert way back when. And uh, he was a great guy. I coached him for a year. I helped him hire an assistant one time. We were good friends. And... Uh, he was on SWAT, and he used to do uh, real estate part-time and make good money. And yeah, he was, was an amazing guy. Amazing guy. That was a shock. He had just got back from vacation when all that happened, and uh, I'm really happy for the family that they took care of that because he deserved it. He was a good guy. So our best wishes go out to the O'Connor family. And if they ever need anything, they can always call us because we will help. Without a doubt. All right. So let me get to this market report. So so we had all these challenges in 2020. Well, there's a few challenges, right? The real estate market has done well. Purchasers can need to take advantage of these historically low rates. While winter made used to be a typically slow season in real estate, that's over. Uh, these low inventories do with the high demand. You know, the buyers are out there. They're they're just like having problems finding houses. Actually, as of today, Deanne, we're at the lowest number I ever saw in MOS. 3,600 homes for sale in Philadelphia at a 676,000. That's the lowest number I ever saw. It's under, under 4,000. It's unbelievable, Mark. <clears throat> I, I mean, 
I, it's, you know, I sound like a broken record, but the number of people that I have pre-approved ready to purchase just keeps climbing and I no think you should just build a development for all 100 of them. That would be nice. You know what? <laughs> yeah, let me clear. Build 100 houses and take care of all your clients. Yeah, there you go. It's a great idea. Yeah, call a builder. We'll call Nick. Yeah. We'll call yeah. Nick. He'll call Nick up. We'll find a piece of ground <laughs> and we'll get everybody in one place. It'll there be you a go. Great, then you can have some really good poor pool parties, man. <laughs> Anyway, so back to this. However, the challenge in the industry running into the winter is this available supply. Uh, but, you know, 21 is going to be a banging year. And historically, things will change. We go through cycles and stuff will come back on the market. Eventually, I think it's going to take a while before we get any kind of real inventory. But, uh, you know, if you're a seller, you're in a driver's seat. You're really in the driver's seat. If you're in a buyer, though, you're also in a pretty good seat. You might be in a passenger seat, but you got great rates. It's probably the best time ever to buy. And there's all kinds of programs. You call Deanne, she'll hook you up. But make sure you got a good agent and go into this thing with your eyes wide open and and don't be trying to negotiate your way down because that's not going to work. You probably have to go in full price or above and make sure you really negotiate strongly. Come from strength. You know, this is not the time to mess around. So anyway. Speaking of strength. Good. The market's great. And speaking of strength, I mean, the rates are still amazing. You're looking at a 30-year conventional fixed mortgage from anywhere from 2.5% to 2.625%. Now, again, remember that this is credit score driven. Um, your FHA, 2.625%. For an FHA loan, 2.625%. You can't beat that. You can't beat it. Your 15-year fix is 2.625 as well. So, again, I say it every week. Call me to refi. We'll, we'll take a look at the statement. We'll do an analysis, and we'll see if it's a win-win for you. Give me a call at 609-605-7153. You know what? My real fast, my band kicks. We practiced on Saturday and we were just messing around and the bass player started playing and the drummer started playing Papa was a Rolling Stone and we did a version, the kicks version of Papa was the Rolling Stone. And in the song, there's a line, and all he left us was alone. I thought he all he left us was like <coughs> alone alone. No, it was all he left us was a loan, L O A N. He left us, left them with a loan. Oh, I never geez. knew that till I looked at the lyrics. There you go. But you know, you got to pay them loans off, man. <laughs> so anyway, there's some great rates. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Really positive all the time, and we are very excited today. So I'm looking forward to a good show. We'll be right back. On behalf of the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, we hope you're enjoying Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland. The Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more after the break and this message from Debt-Free Living. Learn more at wehatedebt.com. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD, all positive, all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we are up to your funny story. 
I got one for you. So this realtor, Sam, walks into his broker's office. I just heard one of these stories, actually, a true one. And he said to this broker, he goes, sir, he goes, I know the economy's great and real estate's a little tough because there's no market, no inventory or nothing. But I've been, like, really loyal to you. And I, I, I think I deserve a raise. And, you know, I got all these companies calling me. You know, so I'm respectfully asking for a raise. I think I deserve a better split on my commissions. After a few minutes of haggling, the broker finally agrees to add 5% to his uh, commission split. And Sam happily gets up to leave, you know, because he just made 5% more on every deal. By the way, the boy says, uh, Sam, he goes, getting up, he goes, uh, which companies have been calling you? He goes, oh, the electric company, the water company, <laughs> the phone company. <laughs> <laughs> so he got away with it that's great that's great because hey, if you don't ask the answers no exactly if you have a funny story you'd like to hear on our show send it to 8029 at comcast.net or give us a call at 267-266-5501 and now it is time for the mortgage mom segment with the anchor cyrus from green tree mortgage and her topic today is the do's and don'ts after applying for a mortgage great topic great way to end out the year um i usually send when i send a pre-approval mark i usually send this as a flyer you know just giving everybody the do's and don'ts of of what not to do and most of the time people don't even realize what they can and cannot do once they've been pre-approved no they get all excited and then they uh do all kinds of crazy things i have a mutual um associate friend of ours that is in the middle of doing a refi right now and they want to purchase a car yeah so <laughs> yeah. you know how that goes yeah anyway and i am sure he's listening so please do not purchase the car yet yeah don't go right. shopping it for furniture or none of that stuff exactly so once you've found the right home and you've applied for a mortgage there's you know some key things that you want to keep in mind before you close so no doubt about it, you're excited about the opportunity to decorate your new place. But before you make any large purchases, move any of your money around or make any major life changes, you have to give me a call. I need to know what's going on. So when I've pre-approved you, you know, I can let you know how that's going to impact your home loan and the final decisions that you're going to make. So just real quick, I'm going to go through a couple of these items, which again, you know, you can never... You can never keep in front of you enough. People need to know exactly what and what not to do. So the main one is don't deposit cash into your bank account before you speak with your lender because we need to be able to source that money and show where it's coming from. And if you deposit a large deposit and we can't trace it, we're not going to be able to use that as money for your closing. And it could really be detrimental to the purchase itself. All right. You don't want to make any large purchases like a new car or furniture for your new home. And I mean, basically, you're buying furniture for a home that you don't own yet. So let's wait till you go to closing. Um, new debt comes with new monthly obligations and those new obligations create new qualifications. So people that have, you know, high debt to income ratio, if they go and apply for a new loan or take out new credit, that could make them no longer eligible to qualify. That's right. The other thing I always is, watch out when I, I get a call from a buyer and they said, uh, you think we could get back in the house? 
And this is always a clue. For what? Well, we'd like to do some measurements. For what? <laughs> well, we want, you know, they're planning on shopping for furniture. I'm like, no, we're going right. to hold off and listen to Deanne Katzaris and not do anything stupid before we close. <laughs> you also don't want to co-sign for any other loans for anyone. When you co-sign, you're obligated. With that right. obligation, again, comes higher ratios as well. Even if you promise you won't be making any of the payments, we still have to count that as your debt to income ratio. That's right. That's gonna show in your report. You also don't wanna change bank accounts because remember, we need to source and track your assets. And that task is significantly easier when there's consistency among your accounts. So before you transfer any money, you definitely wanna to talk to us. This one kinda of goes without saying, but it actually doesn't. And that's don't apply for any new credit. <clears throat> it doesn't matter whether it's a new credit card or a new car. When you have your credit report run by organizations in multiple financial channels, whether it's mortgage, credit, auto, your FICO score, which is what is determining your eligibility for the purchase, will be impacted. And yep. low credit scores can determine your interest rate and even your total eligibility for the approval. And then you don't get that under three number. Right. The other <laughs> the other thing is, you know, when people sign on the on the dotted line, they really when they sign that agreement to sale, they want to pay off all their collections, close their credit cards, and that's one of the most detrimental things you can do. So many many believers, I'm sorry, many buyers believe that having less available credit will make them less risky and more likely to be approved. That's wrong. It's yep. a major component of your score, which is the length and depth of your credit history. So as opposed to just your payment history, your total usage of credit and percentage available to credit, closing accounts has a negative impact on both of those and are detrimental to your score. And the only problem that agents run into sometimes these our audience, I wish we could get to everybody in Philadelphia, but our audience occasionally, before they contact a realtor and look on Zillow and all the sites for at houses, figure, ooh, we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of a bunch of those credit cards and then their score scores. Like, if one payoff is what? Like 75 points if you close a card? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So imagine if you have two or three cards. I had, I had this problem uh, a while back and I told them twice do not pay off credit cards and and the one paid three of them down to zero and paying them down to zero had an impact not oh, even closing them yeah so but you know not everybody takes advice so. yeah and and you know what don't google it don't ask uncle harry pick up the phone i'm always available i just had somebody um contact me today that said she wasn't ready to purchase because with her low credit score at a 645, her interest rate would be in the 400s. So ask the experts, right? We're, right. We're, we give out our phone number throughout the whole show. We're available. Don't hesitate to ask because if you don't ask. The answer is no. And at 640, they're in good shape. They are in good shape. And Mark, that qualifies them for an FHA loan with 3.5% down at an interest rate of 2.625%. So... Yeah. I am just itching for that interest rate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
All right. I so know. that they were some great rates, and that was a great topic. It was a great Good topic. Good advice. If you don't, if you're thinking about buying and you're not sure, call Deanne. What's your number, Deanne? My number is 609 605 7153. She'll sum it all up for you, and you won't have any problems, and things will go smooth. All right. So that was a very good segment. So with that, you're listening to Good News and Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. We'll be right back. Deanne and Mark are halfway through this week's edition of Good News in Real Estate, presented by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. When the show returns, more real estate news from around the Delaware Valley. Hi, I'm Joe Krause. May you enjoy the spirit of this holiday season, and may 2021 bring you a year of hope and peace. I wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year. Happy Holidays from Jacob Media Partners. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, all positive all the time. So where are we at, Deanne? Mark, we're up to our question and answer segment. All right, so and what's the, the first one? First question is, the homes we're interested in are all listed by different realtors. Do I have to contact the realtor that lists a home? No, you don't have to. But he, see, this is the what the thing I always bring up about these realtors. They might have probably they had probably had a realtor or an agent in the past, and the agent don't stay in touch with them. So now here they are, five years later, riding around looking at signs, and they call that realtor. Uh, do they have to? No. You could call your realtor and say, "I saw a house," but they haven't heard from this realtor. He sent him a postcard, a calendar, an eagle schedule, a bunch of emails which they didn't read, but he never called them. So they never used the same. Just so the audience knows, majority buyers and sellers never use the same agent twice. Now agents won't tell you that. They say, "Oh, my buyers come from referrals," and I'm like, "Yeah." When's the last time you called them all? What do you mean? <laughs> but no, you don't have to use the guy on the sign or the girl on the sign with the fancy picture and all that. You can call your agent and your agent can set up that showing. And again, so, and again, and, the, the client, the buyer should know that, should know that, should know yeah, that, you know, I'm, know well, it needs to be explained. Even if them. they bought a house before, they don't remember anything. What they remember was a bunch of little details, a small group of details, and then a bunch of fog, and then they signed, and somebody gave them a key. That's what they remember from their last purchase. And you got to educate them all over again. Like that's your topic today. You got to re-educate somebody that bought a Constantly. house because Constantly. they'll they'll do it again. They'll do it right. again. All right. What's the next one? All right. The next question is: What obligation does the listing agent have once have once she has an offer on a short sale, and the seller or the owner has signed off on it? Well, well. first of all, there's not too many of these going on right now. Uh, now, if you listen to the news, they try to make it look like there are a bunch of foreclosures going on. But that, that forbearance thing is dropping like really rapidly because the economy is not in as bad a shape as everybody thinks it is. But once a short sales can be a little complicated because banks don't really care about the dates. Like they kind of operate at their own speed. So the, the agent that actually put the offer in, it's up to their job to stay in touch with this bank. Right. And, and certain banks handle short sales good, well, I wouldn't say good, 
and other banks are terrible at it. And and you could have some you want some settlement date in February and they could care less. And when they get a titter on their pile on their desk and they finally say, I had one remember that one I had about two years ago? And uh they finally called me up about nine months later and said, We're yeah. all ready to go. <laughs> I said, Who's this? And they told me who it was. I said, They bought a house like six months ago. Oh my god. What you mean you don't they don't want to buy? I was like, Well, we gotta wait forever for you guys. <laughs> yeah, so the agent, it's all I always ask what bank it is, because certain banks are not good at short sales. At short sales. And there's yep. not many short sales going on right now anyway. There's always some, but the foreclosure rate nationwide is around three, just over three percent. Even though the public thinks in 08 it was like 50%. Right. It was not. It was 5%. So the doom and gloom media, which I cannot stand. Anyway, don't get me started. What's the we next won't. one? We're not getting you started. All right, question number three. I'm 47. See, never had just me. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm 47, never had a credit card, no credit. My father passed away and left his house. How do I buy a house? You call Deanne. And she works you through this, and she gets you to get a couple credit cards to start building some credit, and you get a plan with her, and probably take, what, I guess, what, four or five months? Yeah, you need at least six months if you're going to get the secured credit card. And then finally, you'll have some credit. You know, credit... So, yeah. No credit's worse than bad credit. Bad credit, at least you got up to the plate. You took yeah. a swing. <laughs> you struck out. Things didn't work out. No credits. You didn't even get in a game. Like, you didn't even take a pitch. Like, nah, Coach, I don't really want to go in. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing with, I mean, I, I, I agree with you, Mark. And the other thing that you can do is you, you know, you can apply for a secured credit card. And then you can have somebody add them to your, to their credit card as an authorized right. user, and that's going to give you credit right away. Now, will it run through, you know, desktop underwriting? It depends. It depends on what their assets are. It depends on what, you know, their actual debt to income ratio is. Um, you know, my, our godson just turned 18 years old. Just had a big conversation with him about credit, and the cool thing is for, um, for oh, I can't say it. No, he doesn't. He won't listen. It'll be, never mind. Anyway, we got him a secured credit card for Christmas. And, you know, some instructions on how to build credit and, and obtain wealth. So That's I'm good. excited about that. How old is he? He just turned 18. Oh, 18. All right. But he's been working. He's got a bank account. You know, yeah, he's, he's a good has got a bank account and she gets dividend checks. <laughs> and she's been bugging me for a credit card, but she's only 11. <laughs> <laughs> she's just going to be... You can work that whole problem out for these people. Right. Absolutely. All right. What's the next one? All right. The next question is looking to buy a foreclosed or auctioned home as a primary residence. How do I get a loan first so that I have the cash and aren't home loans based on the property? Yeah, that's a little tougher one because, you know, banks, you can get what you can, well, you could pre-approve them at a certain rate. A certain number say you approve them for so mark this is 000. actually well this is kind of like an auctioned house is different auction you know just like sure if you're showing up with a bag of cash right. right you're showing up with a bag of cash 
uh, they're not going to accept. Here's my my pre-approval. That's not happening. On a foreclosed property, certainly you can get a mortgage on it, and more than likely it's going to be a conventional loan um, because I'm sure if it's foreclosed, it's going to need some repairs, and it might not meet the FHA requirements. So it's going to be conventional loan. Um, you know, right now, a lot of lenders have taken the rehab loan off the table, so that's not going to be available to them. But um, that doesn't mean it's not coming in the future, just just not happening right now. And a sheriff's sale, like some of the sheriff's sales, you put down a certain percentage of money, and then you have a couple, 30 like days not, yeah, or exactly. 30 or 60 days to come up with the rest of the money. Right. According to, that goes by township, township and county and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah. So again, foreclosed auction, completely different. But does the is the loan based on the property? Absolutely. Yes. You know, if they're taking out a mortgage, yes. Otherwise, you go to the bank and you know you apply for an unsecured loan and you know see how that goes. All right. All, all right. right. That was. They were good questions. They were good questions. And and Mark, coming up next is going to be our topic of the day. And that's how to avoid home buyers' remorse. All right. So with that, you're listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. All positive, all the time. Good News in Real Estate with Deanne Katsaris and Mark Cumberland is proudly being provided by the Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours. Deanne and Mark will have more in a moment, but first, a message from one of our home team partners, Green Tree Mortgage. How much do you qualify for? Ask Deanne now at mortgagemom.net. All right, welcome back to Good News in Real Estate here on 1210 WPHT, all positive, all the time. Merry Christmas, everybody out there. So where are we at, Deanne? <laughs> Mark, we are up to our topic of the day, and that is how to avoid buyer's remorse. Do you get buyer's remorse? Well, I didn't actually go through with it, so I'm going to say apparently. <laughs> you had seller's remorse. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't get buyer. The only buyer's remorse I have is probably on my car that I just got. I thought you liked it, Noah. I thought you got rid of it. It's the all right. One. I, you right. know, I don't know. I, I don't mean, I bought it. it I bought it in March, and I've probably driven it what ten, eleven times because yeah, there's maybe. nowhere to go. Yeah, really, that's been mileage is low. But <laughs> people get this, and everybody gets it to some extent. It's just some people get it really bad. Like I, the the dirt lady story. One will tell it again one day. That was the worst case I ever saw of it. But everybody gets it a little bit. It just affects people differently. And I always tell my buyers, once they got the deal closed and it's all executed and now we're going forward, that they're going to get remorse. They're going to be sitting at home because they're probably, if they do a home inspection, they're going to get to see the house again at least once there. If they don't do a home inspection, which is happening right now in this market, people are, are avoiding a home inspection just to win the deal because the sellers think that's less hassle. That's actually going on, which is a bad idea. And then what they do is they tell them to buy a home warranty in case something is wrong. That's going on. But they're going to get it. And remorse is, like I get it, like my last truck, I when I got in a truck, I was as I pulled out of the Ford dealer, and it was riding up the street. I was like, eh, should I have done this? And then by the time I hit the light, it was over. You know, but <laughs> but but some people get it and they then they go home and they bought this house. 
and they're sitting around thinking about it and thinking about it and what if this and what if that and it can get out of control and I used to joke around with my clients and tell them listen every time you start thinking like that like I have a conversation with them after they won the deal I tell them you're going to get buyer's remorse. And most of them say, no, we're not. We love this house. I said, you're going to get it. You're going to start thinking about it. Or Uncle Harry's going to bring something up. What about this? And what about that? And your friends are going to like throw doubt. And I said, every time that happens, just eat an M&M. And then they laugh. But they remember that. And then that helps lessen the buyer's remorse. Because it's going to creep into your mind. You're making the biggest purchase of your life. And... You, 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 your agent took you to the house. You walk through the house. How long is the usual showing? 15, 20 minutes tops. And then you came out of this house. You decided to buy it. At least if it was like a car and you were like a high C, like Dr. Abelson talks about personalities, you could go back to the car dealership and take it for like 30 or 40 test rides before you pull the trigger. On these houses, you take a tour of a house. Maybe you ride by one more time, but most of the time you're making a decision, and especially in this market. So if there's no home inspection, you don't see this thing again until the final walkthrough. So you're going to get some remorse. Uh, and then, so how do you avoid it is you think about the things that you really, it means to you. Does the home include the most important things on your list? What qualities made that house stand out from the other ones? In the beginning, did you find many houses that met your needs? Uh, can you back out of this contract if something goes wrong? Is it realistic to think you'll find a house that's better than this one? And what was this, what was so special about this house just a few days ago that has changed now? And I've had this happen with buyers that, like, all of a sudden we changed our mind after they signed the contract. Well, wait a minute. You, you signed a legal contract. When you wrote this, this is supposed to hold up in front of your honor in court. You know, you can't just like change your mind because you got cold feet. Now, if you really made a bad decision or some serious thing happens in the family, I've had them cases where then I went to the seller and tried to work things out. But buyer's remorse, everybody gets it. You're going to get it on something like, you know. I can't remember. Last time I got it was probably a guitar or something where I wasn't sure about it, but. I find that really hard to believe. But, it, but, but like, I don't second guess myself too much. I always look at, see, because I'm in high D, and, it, and the majority of the population, probably 90% are S's and C's. So it's like they, they're the ones that overthink things. And you're going to get a little remorse. And if you have a good agent, they should bring this topic up to you, that you're going to get it. And most of the people, when I tell them you're going to get it, they laugh. They go, oh, no, we don't. We love this house. And then they go sit at home, and, and maybe they're not closing for 45, 60 days, and they're thinking about this and thinking about it. And then also, or they see something else online, and they go, oh, you know, who knows what brings it on. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not a good... Uh, uh, example. Well, this. and I also think you'd be like, suck it up. You love this house in the beginning. Not sure what the problem is. You know, that sweet, you know, that sweetness comes out of you. That, yeah, so the warm and fuzzy stuff. Th man. That's right. I'm trying to but get warm uh, and fuzzy. But it's like, you know, most of the time, 
it, they'll, they'll, they'll be happy if you just kind of talk them talk them down off the fence because there's this house there's a reason that they picked this house and they signed this contract and got pre-approved they went through all that right so so anyway good topic uh, Mark. you're gonna get it don't worry about it most of the time it always works out and you know what i believe in hand of fate and karma so if it's meant to happen it's going to happen where are we at the end so mark we are up to our segment with dr a and today we're going to talk about dealing with stress over the holidays. Dr. Ray, how are you? I'm doing fine, guys. How are you guys? Merry we're Christmas. Doing well. Merry so, Christmas and happy Hanukkah. So, happy Hanukkah. Uh, I'll, happy I'll, I'll New Year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So, talk about this because we're all dealing with this little issue of not getting to be, be with our friends and family. Well, with Christmas a couple of days ago, a lot of the a lot of the boredom, um, or a lot of the concern, or the, a lot of just feeling alone, or the loss of not being with family, you, you know, kicks in. And the same thing is going to happen uh, New Year's Eve, uh, you know, but for different reasons because everybody's used to celebrating and being with all kinds of friends and things of that nature. So the issue becomes, you know, how to the different styles deal with it. Um, and uh, and it, it's interesting that. The, the hardest hit really are going to be the, the people who are the eyes, okay, because they love to interact with other people. Uh, and they love to talk and they love to get together. They're probably the ones that are going to talk about having a, a uh, champagne, you know, uh, get together uh, over the Internet for New Year's Eve. Um, yeah. and, then, uh, and then you have the S's who are into family and relationships. So it's really, that's really important uh, to them as far as they're concerned. So, so they're the ones that are going to have the most difficult. The C's aren't going to be that concerned about it because there's not that going to be that much of an issue for them, and the D's will just poo-poo it and say, well, it's just the way it is. It is what it is. All right, so how do the I's and the, and the S's deal with it? Well, uh, you may have the opportunity of having family. You can still have a celebration with the people that you live with, uh, you know, so you can plan something special there. Uh, you, can, you can talk about, you can reminisce past New Year's. Uh, you can think about, you know, what is going to be happening later on, you know, in, you know, in the year. People, you can talk about different different issues or different aspects of what's happening. Or you could uh, create some type of game where you actually get on the internet and 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 talk to friends uh, and have like a, a, tag, do a Zoom. tag match or something like that. Yeah, do a Zoom. Absolutely, do a Zoom. Go to go to meeting. You know, WebEx. You know, whatever technology you're using. You know, Google has its own technology. There, there's all these opportunities you know, to do it. Um, but if you are with somebody else, this is the best time, whether you're DIS or C, to just reconnect with them. Because yeah. the past year has just been really stressful for just about everybody. You know, some businesses are doing fantastic, all right, so it's been stressful because they have all that opportunity and they're trying to keep up with it. Some businesses have been decimated. Uh, a lot of people are out of jobs. So it's it's the best time to just reconnect, no matter what your behavioral style is. I know. I everywhere. Every time I go to a restaurant, I leave a really big tip. I like shockingly large tips that the waitresses go. You didn't have to do that. I said yes, I did, because like they decimate most of the unemployed is in the restaurant and bar industry, and they never mention that. They just say unemployed. They never mention who they are. That's the majority of them. And, and they're killing them, and they're fighting back. Well, but, not, but that Zoom thing's oh. a good idea. I never did shots 
on a Zoom meeting. You, you <laughs> actually, well, I, I mean, just what you can do too is you can you can send wine, you know, a sampling of wine to friends, you know, and then just talk about the wine over the Zoom meeting. I mean, there's all kinds of neat stuff that you can do, and people are really bright. You can be creative and come up with with some neat stuff. So if you're one of the ones that have been really successful, you know, use some of that cash, you know, and, and buy some friends uh, some rounds or some shots or. or you know, some type of liquor. A bottle of champagne. Do a toast. toast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, definitely. I'm definitely going to do that. I'm going to call them up and I got Zoom and look. Uh, at least we'll be able to see them all. Do a drive-by. Yeah. Drop it out on the front step. That's a great idea. Oh, that's that's a great idea. There you go. All right, doctor. So uh, we'll see you next week before the new year and tell everybody how to get a hold of you. It's uh, real easy. It's just Abelson, A-B-E-L-S-O-N, at A-B-E-L-S-O-N dot net. All right. Very good. All right. Thank you, Dr. A. A. Happy New Year. All right. Happy New Year, Doctor. Happy New Year to you guys. All All right. right. If you have any questions, you can email them to Mark at 8029 at Comcast.net or give him a call at 267-266-5501. You can also email me at DeanneKitsaris at Comcast.net. Or give me a call at 609-605-7153. I want to thank all of our sponsors, especially Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, for sticking with us for 10 and a half years. We're looking for a couple new sponsors if you want to join our show in 2021. And we'll be here every week to keep you informed. And we might be actually moving to a new time slot, Ms. Katsaris. So with that, have a great week. I'm Mark Cumberland. I'm Deanne Katsaris, your mortgage mom. You've been listening to Good News in Real Estate here on Talk Radio, 1210 WPHT. All, all positive, positive, all the time. Thanks for listening to Good News in Real Estate, a Jacob Media production. If you're interested in learning more about the power of the radio hour, contact Joe Krause at 267-261-3428. This program is a paid commercial announcement and does not reflect the views of WPHD or its management. Today's program has been pre-recorded. When we make a profit, you see it. Better rates, fewer fees, and we give back to the community all the things that you want from a financial institution. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union. Not here for our profit, here for yours.